0: Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you're confused, you you're not sure if you're in one or not. Let me say something. If you have to question it, nine times out of ten you're probably in one, you know. Go by your gut, go by your feelings, do your research. And if the person is checking all of the boxes, call a thing a thing because the likelihood of the narc going to get help and get diagnosed is very slim. So you got to go with your feelings and things of that nature. Just to put the disclaimer out there, I am Rachel Rail, a certified life coach. I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, a therapist, counselor, or anything of the like. I come to you to give support. I've joined the community with uh, of other individuals raising awareness about this personality um, disorder and I come to you to give support you know to give you just that vitamin of support so that you can feel confirmed you can validate that you're not losing your freaking mind guys and I have um, just the FYI I have A talk that I do over on an app called Wisdom. Wisdom is another place where you can actually um, sign up and be able to get content. You know, hopefully you can hear something that resonates with you, you know, find value in some of the talks that people are um, coming on with. You know, I feel like that's like, I know for me, when I was going through narcissistic abuse, hearing from other people, hearing from other like-minded people was very, very therapeutic for me. When I tell you that's what really helped me because I needed to confirm that I was not losing my mind. I knew that I was right, but when you're <clears throat> when you're constantly getting gaslit and you have these enablers around the narcissist and people's telling you what you should do and give it a good fight and Marriage is work, relationships is work, and all that kind of stuff. It's like your mind can be going in circles. You know, you're you don't know if you're coming or going. Especially a person like myself who's very empathetic. You know, I'm an empath, so I feel others. So it was like, okay, I'm feeling this person, but I never knew that this person had a personality where they just didn't give a damn about other people. The only thing they cared about were was themselves. That's it. And the only way any good feeling that I got from that person, it was only because it was something at the time that made that the knock feel good. But when it doesn't, or they don't care, you're you're gonna get the nasty treatment, you know? The belittling and the backstabbing and the devaluing and things like that. But it doesn't start out that way. That's how they get you, you know? So Long and short, I am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic narcissistic relationship and I did my work and I'm here to help you guys do the same. So today I want to talk about um, reactive abuse, reactive abuse and gaslighting. I want to talk about that. And if you don't know what reactive abuse is, it's basically, I like to keep things simple also. If anybody who listens to my episodes um, or my podcast, I should say, I'm very informal. I'm just about getting the information out there and keep it simple. It's not that deep. It's not that heavy. Abuse is abuse, you know? I'm not trying to make it fancy or anything like that. When you're going through something and, again, you need help, call a thing a thing, you know, because your, your healing starts with you. Your healing starts with you identifying what the problem is. And then you have to ask yourself, Do I deserve this? Why am I here? Why am I allowing myself to go through this? And if you have children, by all means, please, that's, it's, it's, you have to do what's best for the child. You have to, it's not even up for conversation. You have to do what's best for your children, your child or your children. So um, reactive abuse is when, when the person who's being abused, whether it's emotionally or whether it's physically. You know if it's emotionally sometimes a person who has a narcissistic personality or the abuser someone who's abusing you because not only does narcissist abuse you you can have other people to abuse you as well no one should be abusing anybody no one should stay in abusive relationships you know so when you have a situation back to reactive abuse and dealing with the narcissist like i said a person who's not an arc can uh You can have reactive abuse with them too, but it's when somebody keeps pretty much poking you and poking you. And especially if it's emotional abuse, they keep coming at you, coming at you, and maybe you're giving them pass after pass, or you've been dealing with it, or you finally respond. You know, when you give your response, and I know, for instance, with me, I had an episode and that I wasn't proud of, you know, I had to look at myself to be like, whoa, you are allowing the person to, this person to bring the worst out in you. Yeah, it's your husband, but he's bringing out the worst in you. You're you're acting like someone that you've never, your your loved ones have they've never seen before. Even my own child, my adult child, was like, "You're different. You know, it's something going on with you." Like, I don't know what's going on with you. Like, dealing with someone who's abusing you, and when you respond, the narcissist will twist twist that thing, and make it look as if you don't have reasonable cause for doing what you're doing, for reacting. So it's when your abuser uh, uh, tries to gaslight you or they will gaslight you, call you out for reacting, and all you're doing is responding to the abuse that you're receiving. It's just like if someone physically abuses you and you lash back out at them, then they'll try to turn it around and act as if you abuse them. You're the abuser. You know, mine did that as well. Tried to twist it around and you might find, thank God that didn't happen to me, but you might find yourself in jail or somewhere like that dealing with people, which is why I am an advocate. Like, I'm not about that. Stay in it. I don't care. It's like some things is worth fighting for and some things you just need to walk away and leave it alone. Now, if you don't have a choice in the matter and you got to stay somewhere for the time being... Leave those people alone. You're going to have to go gray rock. Don't say anything. You know, you can't have a conversation and try to reason with someone who's unreasonable. And then if you can't, if you can get away, you know, start planning your exit because it's never going to be okay when you're dealing with someone who has a narcissistic personality. It's just never going to end. They will come at you in every way that they can. They'll twist your story around. Like I said, you can find yourself getting arrested. You can find yourself doing time. You can find yourself being unalive. Ick. Well, obviously, if you get on unalive, you'll be meeting your maker. So it's just not worth it. And then when you have children, they don't deserve to be in that type of toxic environment. You need to have peace. And I don't understand, you know, why people are... Yeah, I get why they, I understand why they're doing it, but I don't understand why they make it so hard and decide to just say, hey, I don't have any other choice. I got to deal with this because life is about choices and people will do what you allow them to. Now, sometimes I do understand people can stay in it too long, but you have to work on planning your exit and it will take work. It's going to take work. I'm going to be honest with you, but it's worth the work. It's worth doing nobody ain't nobody got time to be losing yourself to someone who does not give a damn about you. Let it go, so back to the reactive abuse where I had a situation when I was in my situation ship the marriage um this person like I said it I it's it's so hard because now that I think back everything that I experienced was all because this person has a narcissistic personality and I wasn't getting it at first but I do remember in the beginning I remember slowly losing friendships with people who I had long-lasting friendships with and I was looking at it like when he would complain for instance if I'm out working I was I'm an insurance agent so I was out seeing a uh, couple of clients and I ran late with my appointments because I had to close the deal. He took it as if, oh, I came home, he was drunk. So the next day I addressed it and he's like, well, you know, if you're out there and you're not home, I can do whatever I want to do. I can drink, you're not home, so what? You're hanging out, he called it hanging out. Hanging out, if I'm working, how does that equate with you staying home and getting drunk? But in his mind, oh, well, since you weren't here, I can do whatever I want. And if that means getting drunk, since I'm off of work, I can go ahead and get drunk. So you'll find where it's never fair playing ground. I used to go to the market and would come home and this man would be drunk. It was almost like I had to babysit. Come with me to the store. Or I got to stay around him 24-7. And then when I even decided to start doing that, That still wasn't enough, wasn't enough because he could bring up something that happened years ago and then ruin an evening. And then I'm feeling like it was a waste of time for me to stay stay here with you. So when you find yourself compromising, you know, like I said, losing friendships, um, not being close to your loved ones like you once was, um, probably not taking certain jobs. Maybe you wanted to pick up a few extra dollars because they're surely not you know, to do things with the two of you or with the family, take vacations, take trips, and you out here trying to get your coins. Well, meanwhile, they're sitting there doing whatever, maybe on social media. In my case, he loves sports and he loves to, love to drink. So definitely football season, you ain't getting nothing because it's between the phone, the drinking, and the TV. So nothing's happening like that. So all along, when you're giving up this stuff and you're thinking, okay, let me just try to get along, This is in the beginning when I would see this unfairness, you know, it happening in the relationship. I'm like, something's just not right. And I'm a person where I am, you know, I'll look at myself. I'm always looking at myself and I encourage you to do the same. Like before I go worried about what somebody else is doing, let me figure it out. And that's what I began to do. And when I noticed that I was just my he was chipping away at my self-esteem, he was chipping away at My motivation, because I've always been an energetic, self-motivating type of person. Thank God I'm back that way now. But I was always that way. And to enter into a relationship where I noticed all of that was leaving. And I had to look at it to say what's worth it and what's not. And it surely wasn't worth staying in a relationship with someone or a marriage with someone who clearly did not care. He would just say stuff out of his mouth. That's what I began to see. That's why I encourage you to do your research, know the person's personality that you're dealing with, see if they're checking, you know, the boxes, all of the boxes, solid treatment, unreasonable, blame shifting, don't take accountability for nothing, shit starters, not only starting stuff with you, but starting stuff between you and other people, triangulation, like you're supposed to be my husband and you're causing problems between me and somebody else, like talk about messy, it was just messy, 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 but You know, when you're dealing with emotional abuse and you respond, you know, um, I remember him telling me that he was going to stop drinking and I actually believed him, you know, again, not knowing as I did my research, you know, this is something that you're just saying out of your mouth because he is truly a narc, you know, all of this stuff. I, I can write a whole dag on multiple books, you know, which is why I like to hear your questions, you know, so I can respond to them. And I tell you, there's, there's nothing, and I say it all the time, there's nothing that you're going through that somebody else has not gone through. If I haven't gone through it, somebody else, they've gone through it. Somebody else that I've talked to in our community with reason awareness, people who are reason awareness about this personality disorder, somebody has had, they've had your experience and they can tell you what they did successfully, just like I can share with you with what I did. You know how I got out of the situation, but yeah, reactive abuse is very real, you know don't it gets it, it's 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 one of those things where you have to it's not worth you losing yourself. I've read stories, horrible stories, I've also listened to content with someone giving their testimony, where they and telling their story, I should say where the narcissist, that wasn't my experience, thank God. But the narc, you know, was cheating on her. I don't know if he, he raped her. He had a baby outside of the relationship, so on and so forth. And he was also abusing her physically and emotionally. And when she finally responded, um, the two of them got into a fight. And meanwhile, she put some scratches on him. But when the police came... She didn't want to tell on him she protected very often people will protect the victims will protect their abusers and this man accused her of doing something to him when she was responding she was reacting to the abuse that he did to her and she got arrested so it's it's not even worth it you know. She got arrested. She had to go to court and all of that kind of stuff. You can lose your children. You can lose custody of your children. Like when I tell you, it is not worth reacting. And I know it's easier said than done, but whatever help you got to get, it is not worth staying in a situation where you have to react, where you got, where you feel like you want to put your hands on somebody, where you feel like you want to do something to someone. It's not worth it. Definitely not with a person who has a narcissistic personality disorder. Or anybody who has any type of trauma or whatever the case may be that they feel like they can put their hands on you whenever they want. And then when you finally respond, that can be you entering, going to jail or something like that. It can be anything. I don't know if you guys heard the story. This was in Maryland where this lady um, who owned the daycare, apparently she was very successful, found out that her husband was molesting children at the daycare. And unfortunately, reactive abuse allegedly he's it must be real because he's doing he, he's in jail. But so is she because she ended up taking matters into her own hands and responded. She said it was self-defense, but apparently um this story is on the news too, you can probably look it up. Google it. But she uh they went to a hotel on like the weekend or something like that, and she called him out on it and apparently she said that he was, according to what I read, I don't know these people, but apparently he came at her or something like that. She said she had to defend herself, but she shot the man and he didn't die. He lived. But long and short, she's still in jail. I think this happened in July last month or June, but she's in jail, you know, and I, that oh, my gosh. That really hurt me because I'm like, if this woman was responding, only Lord knows what she's been dealing with, you know, and that's one of many, many stories where you hear about the person like harming or doing something to their abuser, and then the abuser will turn around and act as if they're some innocent victim because a narc is going to play victim all of the time. They're going to cry victim over and over again especially if you're calling them out, especially when you stand up for yourself. But so who wants to be in a relationship like that? Why? Is it worth it? Is it worth your freedom? Is it worth your life? And if you have children, doesn't it make more sense to leave? Doesn't it make more sense to plan your exit? I'm just saying And I know I'm not by myself because it made more sense to me that I didn't even think about it twice to get up out of there. Period. What you're not going to do is change who I am, who I was before you came in this picture. Now I got to go heal. Now I got to go get myself together and get myself back to where I was before that nonsense came in my life. But what I'm not going to do is wake up every day and be arguing, or every three days, or every four days, or come in my home, your home's supposed to be safe, a safe space. It's supposed to be a safe space. You shouldn't be walking into your home and guessing. You got to guess, am I going to have an argument today? Like, if you're going to have an argument or a disagreement, you should know that you're going to. Come on, the average person, if you're going to have a disagreement, you know, if you're in a relationship or a marriage or what have you, you know some things that might re- might require a deeper conversation. You got to pick and choose the times when you when you're about to have certain conversations. That's normal. But when you're dealing with somebody who has a, a narcissistic personality, somebody who might be violent or just an emotional abuser, whatever the case may be, like I said definitely a narc who's going to gaslight the hell out of you, tell you that you're crazy, tell you that you're wrong, trying to make you trying to guilt trip you because you finally responded, it's not worth it. When I had that experience where I was so angry, I got to throw in things and all of that because this man started yelling at me and bullying me. And just because I addressed him driving intoxicated behind the wheel when you just got off of a pro- probation that you almost went to jail for and you're all behind, well, he was in his fifties at early fifties at the time, you're going to sit here and argue with me as if I'm wrong and bully me and curse me out and call me out my name Oh, it was a, it was the worst. So everything that I had been dealing with and compromising for this man in this relationship, I blacked out like I could have bust TVs, anything that I thought I could do. I was almost acting like 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 I had a a narcissistic injury like they do with rage and all of that. When I tell you, I was totally out of character and I promised myself what you won't do or what I won't do is allow you to ever take me like take me to that point again, period. And I made it a point and I never did, never did. We ain't doing that. We are not doing that. That's unhealthy. That's toxic. No one should have to live that way. Love don't hurt. It does not hurt. It doesn't. Don't let nobody fool you that, oh, the more pain you're getting The better you feel, because if that's the case, you might want to get yourself some help with a licensed therapist. Now, unless you don't know another way to live, and you're one of those people who have you just want to endure that, you must be okay with jail. You must be okay uh, uh, ending your life prematurely. You must be okay with either having your children to grow up one way. They're they got two choices: either they're going to be a, a narc themselves. or they're going to be a codependent, and which both are not good. So why do that to your child or children? When you say you love them, give them an opportunity. Being alone is not a bad thing. If you're afraid to be alone by yourself, that's an indicator that you really might want to talk to a therapist. You might want to get yourself some help if you're okay with that. Like I said, with children, because no one should live that way. No one should have to be guessing, am I going to get beat tonight? Am I going to get emotionally abused all day, all week, all anything? It's not worth it. Your peace should be your priority. It should be a priority. And I, like I said, if there are situations where some people, I understand, you just can't get out, focus on yourself, put some headphones in your ears, listen to inspirational music, you can't change the other person. Don't waste your breath. Don't waste your breath. If they're going there and things like that, because you, they want you to chase them. They want you to get into an argument. They want you to do something that they can flip and blame you. They want you to look like you're starting an argument. You know, they want to try to act as if you're supposed to be perfect. And the minute you respond... Oh, now you're the crazy one. Now you're the troublemaker. Now you're the abuser. Now you're the one who's tripping. That's what they like to do. They like to take you there and expect for you not to say anything. And then when you do say something, you got to realize a narcissist, it's all about shift blaming, blaming um, shift blaming. They got to blame you. So they want you to act like them. That's why they keep coming at you. So you got to learn how to not allow that to bother you. And that takes work. If you have to stay in it, if you just feel like you or if your situation is something where you just can't get out, don't go back and forth with those people. Find some kind of way that you can find peace and happiness if it's with your child, whatever the case may be. Now, if you're living in fear and you can't say anything and do anything and be yourself, you ain't doing yourself no justice, staying around. When I tell you to be in an environment where I can come in and it's peaceful peaceful. You can't put a price tag on that. It's priceless. No arguing. I ain't got to guess. Now I can do it right that when I do enter into a relationship, I know who I am. I know how to identify a healthy relationship and one that's not healthy. And I have boundaries. And the minute that someone even thinks about overstepping them, I'm out of there. We ain't even going to get to that point. And that's what I hope people will start getting to. They get to a place where... You don't even have to worry about it being hard to leave because you won't stay in it that long. A lot of the times we stay too long and you got to get to a place where these people don't feel like they own you or control you because a narcissist typically do. They look at you like an object in possession, you know, that you're supposed to just shut up and not say anything. And when you do, they either want to put their hands on you and then when you respond, you're gonna look like the the offender. You don't even want to get set up like that. It's a setup. The reactive abuse and gaslighting is a setup. I'm telling you, don't fall for it. You know, because if you stay around long enough and someone keeps hurting you, you're gonna retaliate. You go. It's just natural, and it ain't worth it because you will find yourself in the place where they're supposed to be, and that's what's so hurt hurtful. It's that when people are when people have a reactive abuse situation, a lot of the times the, vic- the victim ends up being in the position that the abuser should be in, whether it's jail, whether it's being unalive or in a hospital or an institution, whatever the case is, you got to realize the trick. They are trying, they are imposing on you, projecting on you, I should say, they are projecting onto you. What they where they should be just as much as they project onto you, what you should be saying, what you should be calling them out on. They're saying it about you. That's how twisted it is. That's how manipulative they are. Master manipulators and don't fall for it. And that's why I do what I do to bring you this information, to raise awareness about this nonsense and hopes that you will find Value and what I'm saying, you will understand that it does take work. It takes emotional work. It takes, you know, even physical work, you know. Exercise your body, exercise your mind, build your stamina, you know, set those boundaries in place. Understand that love does not hurt. And when somebody is, it doesn't matter how much you love them. It doesn't mean they love you the same way back. And if they're showing you that they don't. You have to act accordingly, play the hand that they're dealing you period. However, you don't play it like they expect for you to, because you got to realize they want you to go to jail somewhere because they'll just be with another person. They'll just move on. Anytime they'll move on with you, you know, they'll move on without you. So why give up your power? The minute you respond, you're giving up your power. The minute you argue back with them, you're giving up your power. The minute you try to play dirty with them, you're giving up your power. And shout out to Dr. Romney. I, I talk about her a lot, Google her, I don't know her, but I know the information that she gives and that she gave even when I was going through, it helped me because the, the main thing that helped me with my healing was getting educated, to learn as much as I could about the personality, period. Because when you know about something, You know how to respond to it. And she uses a technique called deep. The deep technique. Don't defend, don't explain, don't engage, and don't personalize. That's so big when you're dealing with reactive abuse. You ain't got to sit there and defend yourself with nobody. You ain't got to explain. And you definitely shouldn't be engaging. Don't engage in conversation with them. And don't take it personal because it's them. They're the ones who have, they got the issue, not you. They have the issue. So don't take it personal. So always remember deep. And if somebody's just poking at you and, you know, want to put their hands on you just because and you still stay around, it is my prayer that you really get yourself some help. And definitely when you have children, don't subject them to that type of behavior. There's so many resources out there. There's so many places where you can go and get some help and you can recover and you can rebuild your life again. And it's, it's, it's less work than what it it is being in that situation. Cause you don't, if you don't know when they're tearing you down like that and you got to fight like hell to try to keep your sanity, you got to fight like hell to try to have a peaceful day to try to go to work and function to try to keep raising your children and function and even men because this is not gender specific women can be very toxic very narcissistic and meanwhile you're trying to keep your head up they're trying to do everything to tear you down that is work so it's easier to try to back up let me get myself up out of this situation and if you're sharing if you share children together you have to co-parent you can't change how they are you can only change how you are And back to educating. The more you learn about this thing, this personality disorder, you'll know how to deal with them and beat them at their own game. God said, if you resist the devil, he will flee. You beat them at their own game. Game. How do you beat them at their own game? By not engaging, using that deep technique. Don't engage. For what? You're wasting your breath. Has it worked? All of the fussing and arguing and the crying and the tears... Has it changed anything? It might give you a temporary fix, but with the narc, it's fake. They are fake people. They, any kindness or goodness that they showed you was part of the love bombing. If they show it again, it's because it's for their own good. They have their moments where they feel like, oh, I want to be kind today. And then they have another moment, oh, I don't want to be kind. And this will, it won't be any reason. No particular reason. It's just their agenda. So know that they have an agenda that you're not aware of. Whatever is going on in their head, that's what you're going to get. Who wants to live like that from one day to to the next? I didn't, and I, I left. And sure, I'm here to help others to do the exact same thing. If you're in an unhealthy relationship, please don't take matters into your own hands. Get yourself some help. You know, understand that it's not worth fighting and, you know, just losing it. And understandably so, when someone keeps poking at you and doing things to you and putting their hands on you or emotionally abusing you and all of these things... That's not the answer, unfortunately. The answer is not, let me respond, because sometimes when you respond, it does not work in your favor. And that's what the narc wants. They don't want it to work in your favor. They want to push you to the edge. They do. That's the goal. It's a spirit. Satan, what does he do? Kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy That is his mission. Don't tell me this is not a spirit, because that's exactly what the narc wants to do: kill you, destroy you, steal from you, steal your joy, steal your happiness, uh, uh, steal your integrity, steal your emotions, and some hell even steal your personal things. But on a physical side and mentally, they want all of that: want your mind, want your soul. When all of that to destroy you, period. So, yeah, you're sleeping with the enemy when you're dealing with a narcissist. Absolutely. All day long. Look at the writing on the wall. Watch the pattern. You don't have to worry about what they're saying. Because they'll say one thing, but do another. I used to tell the the knock I was with, man, you are, you are. And I'm sorry about that. Phone was ringing. You, you you you're talking out both sides of your neck you're so two-faced it cuz I could get oh I love you oh I'm sorry oh I'm gonna do better to the point where I got to a place where I'm like okay you're saying all this now it's just a matter of days you're gonna flip again for no reason I would always get blindsided period always getting blindsided so I say to you as I close this thing out guys keep your head up high Please, please, please get whatever help you need, you know, to not respond. I I don't want to see men or women, you know, have to get incarcerated or have to go to the court or have to lose your job or dealing with manipulators. Maybe that female is trying to take you for child support because she's mad that you don't want to be with her. You know, maybe she's um, women can do all kind of things, too, just like men will, too, you know. It goes both ways or in the workplace, anything. It can be a parent. It can be a friend. It can be a sibling. It can be anybody and anything that will take you there if you allow them to. So when you see it, you got to be like, okay, this is a trick of the enemy. You're trying to kill, steal, and destroy. You're trying to destroy me. You're trying to kill me. You're trying to steal from me. Not giving in because when you identify that thing, It gives you power. That is your power. Knowledge education is your power. And as long as you tap into that, you will find yourself being so powerful. They will flee. A narc will leave you. They'll leave you alone. That's how powerful that thing is. And when I say leave you alone, let them go on about their business. And I hate to say, let them take it somewhere else. But if somebody wants to cheat with them and get themselves involved, you're going to get right what you're bargaining for because they don't discriminate. They're just going to take it to the next person, period. Mine told me, let them figure it out. Let the next person figure it out. When we were having words back and forth, this particular argument, because it was so many of them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just let everybody know how you are. He was like, let them figure it out. Absolutely. So when they enter into a situation ship, another one while they're still with you, that you're going to get what you deserve, period. That person is. But I promise you, you will have such peace and open when you learn yourself, because you'll need to take time for yourself. And if you have children, take time rebuilding your, your, yourself and getting your self-esteem back up, understanding who you are, learning how to set those boundaries before you enter into another relationship. And that way you have a better chance at having a healthy relationship and not getting yourself into another toxic one and not allowing yourself to get hoover back in by that narc who did so much harm to you it's not worth it so that's it that's all i have for you guys today like i said i hope you've had an amazing week so far we're going into the weekend you know keep your head up high you got this and Promise yourself that you will learn more and more about this personality disorder, about toxic people, about, you know, a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy one. If you don't want to read it, listen to content, content, content to fill yourself up, fill yourself up with so much knowledge to the point where it's like building muscle. You know, it's like working out when you're getting all of this information and you don't go back and tell the narc, or the person who's abusing you about what you're finding out because they're gonna use that shit against you, don't do that. Let it be for yourself. The way that you get it out is by acting, acting it out, doing things you need to do, putting things in place, getting your self-esteem back, getting your willpower back, getting doing anything that you need to do to get yourself out of that situation and stand on your own and value yourself. Know your worth. Because you ain't going to get it from them. So y'all know I can talk for a long time, guys. I'll be over on Wisdom on that app where, you know, we have Dialog there. There are other content creators there. And it's just a very good community when you're trying to just build. And I'm one of the mentors over there. When you're trying to build and you're trying to um, just get your confidence back. You know, get your willpower back, get your motor self-motivation back and things like that. And just to be a better version of yourself instead of being with someone who's chipping away from you and to get the courage that you need to set those boundaries if you're having a hard time doing so. It's a good community over there. Like I said, it's called Wisdom. That's the app over there. And I will be dropping some of those conversations over on my podcast on Spotify. So look forward to that content that's coming because those are pre-recorded, live, but pre-recorded when I drop them over on Anchor. This here is when I'm live, and I'm actually doing my inside talk instead of my walk-in talk today, which I'll probably be doing more of, especially as we go into the fall, and with it getting light um, earlier, you know, it's just a matter of me making sure that I come to you guys and give you supportive information and encouragement and motivation. You know, the power is in you. I'm just here to help you to reach your goals, you know, with the things that you're trying to do and hope to talk to you guys soon. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl, Rachel Rule is out. Bye.